0: Let's bring in Bill Baruch, president of Blue Line Futures. He's joining us this morning to take a look at crude on the move higher this week. Bill, welcome. It looks like uh, the third consecutive weekly gain, if higher this week, and the sixth in the past seven weeks.
1: Yeah, crude's hanging, but the uh, $80 to $83 levels continues to be something that it's, it's tough to get excited about these rallies until we really get God. out above there. Um, for now, you know, it's it's contained. Um, obviously, the China reopening story, I think, has played into it. Same thing as it has for, for copper, and I think they're just sort of just stalling right now. We're in that China Chinese uh, Lunar New Year week, so a little bit uh, very quiet action, uh, really nothing through the Asian hours. Um, so it'd be interesting to see how we what kind of foot we we step on uh, to start next week. But you pointed out the dollar, and I, I think you you have to think the dollar is in a bottoming pattern down here. Um, you know, talk about inflation. I and mean, we got the PCE numbers that are coming out, but the economy seems to be moving in a, in a much better um, you know stance here. I think the softest landing is is really going to be something that um, that we're going to see play out, but. Um, consumer spending has been very very strong and I, I expect retail sales for January to be strong and that comes out in a couple of weeks and so I, I, I really think that uh, the Fed is almost back themselves in a bit of a corner where they're, they they're gonna they're locked in for 25 basis points next week there's no way that we're gonna see 50 essentially I, I'd be surprised to see 50 but given some of the you know, price action given some of the enthusiasm around the market given some of the consumer spending uh, notions I, I would think that the Fed um, you know we're going to see a more hawkish powell, and that's going to reinvigorate the uh, the dollar. From these levels next week.
0: There has been a lot of enthusiasm in terms of stocks and some of the price action has been compelling in many ways when you look at some of the divergences or uh, in terms of some of the hurdles that we've managed to get up above. I talked about at the top of the show some of the moving averages we've seen the indices taking out. But, you know, Bill, you used a word that I've been using a lot recently, and that's contained, right? And I want to just point to you use it actually in reference to crude, but look at the S&Ps here. Now we're, again, well off the lows that we saw back in January. We're talking 3,800, well off the D slows, obviously, and uh, but still holding below, again, the December high up around 40, 41.80. That was the spike we saw in reaction to CPI. You've got some other hurdles should we take that level out, but it just looks to me like price activity relatively contained. We're kind of through the middle of the range that we've been in, but when you look at the August highs, the October lows, I mean, here we are just kind of uh, trying to, and waiting for more information, it looks like.
1: Yeah, the, the daily chart is, um, you know, getting through some some resistance levels uh, trend line areas from from the highs you know there's some weekly moving averages there's some daily moving averages mm-hmm. we've breached and and this this um you know, overall, yesterday's surge kind of gives you this sort of breakout feel. But when you when you look back at the action that that took place, um, you know, going going back in in November uh, before falling out, I I think that there is uh, a lot of damage up here, a lot of volume that's traded. So I still think there's a lot of resistance in this in this range. Sure. And again, it's going to be hard to see this market continue if we see a more hawkish Powell, because yeah. I think the market is sort of anticipating, um, you know, this this slower pace of hikes and, and stopping hikes. But if, if the spending is we heard from american express they raised their guidance this morning looking for search spending in the so the higher you know the higher uh, income consumer uh, the higher end consumer is is really alive and well um you know and then talking about sort of froth in the market people may not be trading monkey jpegs anymore but you're, you've got these zero dte options with massive volume and i know there's a lot of institutions in there, but I think a lot of this price action has been been driven uh, just massive volatility in, in the in the short duration uh, due to these uh, zero DTE and, and, and zero and short duration options expirations that are uh, I mean, I, I think that it's propelling the market you know around uh, back and forth here. So it'll be interested to see what 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 it plays out over the next week or two.
0: Prices at the pump have been on the rise as well. We've seen uh, natural gas prices, which have been plummeting, though. Talk to us about what you've seen in terms of gold this week. A nice move in the overnight session. Looks like nineteen fifty-two. Obviously tied to some of the weakness we've seen in the U.S. dollar.
1: Yeah, gold's tied to the dollar. It's a very seasonally bullish time of year. Okay. The rate landscape has been um, very Quiet. Yeah. We're not seeing you know rates rates surge higher anymore at the moment. I mean, obviously as the Fed's messaging over the previous couple of weeks sort of uh, you know put a little lukewarm. Um, you know, over over the the rise of rates, plus you, you plus the, um, you know the the, the uh, overall, you know I guess sort of sort of fake breakout in in the thirty year bond prices, um, you know is and now we're seeing that come come back down. So do do rates now start to rise a little bit, kind of into next week? It's going to be interesting. I, I'm. I think gold is a little exhausted up at this level, so I, I, I think there's a little, definitely some crosswinds here. Uh, I would like to see a pullback in gold, uh, and that would probably correlate with the rise in the dollar. And then once we kind of get from there, I think gold could could be on a path um, moving higher. Um, I, I guess you know, as we look at take a step back from this this week or next week or you know next month, um, I, I think the economy is moving moving very well, and that's another reason why I think the dollar should rally. But I think if, if the consumer is strong and the Fed doesn't get ahead of it right now uh, my concern would be a reinvigoration of inflation in the you know second quarter or middle of the year and and that could put us back to where we were where we were last year so that that's sort of you know it's it's hard to start start you know forecasting exactly where we're going to where we're going to be until we start hearing some of the messaging from the from the Fed next week.
0: Bill, uh, as war in Ukraine heads into its 11, 11th month here, we were all worried about how this long, drawn-out war would impact commodity prices. For the most part, again, looking at crude, well off the 130 spike highs we saw last year around this time in reaction to the invasion on Ukraine. Wheat prices also have been coming off as well. I mean, that sort of feeds into that inflation kind of easing narrative, but prices at the pump, as we just mentioned, uh, inching up. This all ties into some of the strength we've seen in the euro currency, which kind of weighs on the. U.S. dollar, it seems like this uh, unusual dynamic that's been playing out of some of those worst case Putin scenarios didn't uh, uh, come to fruition and ultimately Europe has benefited from.
1: Yeah, natural gas hitting the lowest level since April 2021, below $3. It was a very, very warm, um, you know, winter. And I mean, we're not we're not really through the, the think of it. I mean, I know Chicago, we were February and March really the, you know, the, the coldest months. So don't jinx um, it. Yeah, so we'll see we'll see how things play out uh the coming coming weeks uh freeports it sounds like they're they're starting to get some some exports going some flow going um, we've seen the TTF numbers and natural gas come down but yeah I, we, we've we've had this I mean that's how these these you know sort of war narratives can play out you get this sort of big move you know fear the fear move that that takes place and then and then sort of everything sort of settles in a bit um that they, sort of the headline move so it'd be interesting again I think it all it all kind of it all kind of plays in together in one. You know, the messaging that we get from the Fed tomorrow mm-hmm. is—do is we see more of a Jackson Hole Powell now that that the the consumer spending? And uh, I, again, I, I think retail sales for January is going to be a blowout number. If you look to January, the last. Two, last two years january is two of the three strongest month over month retail sales numbers um, and you know it's it's you may say okay december's been been poor and, and it's a rebound i mean these aren't just rebounds these are blowout january spending and i think the holiday season isn't really what it was a decade ago it's I mean, you, people can can buy what they want on demand so it sort of changes the narrative around with that and I, so i think what do we get from the fed what does the dollar do how do commodities react from there how do rates react from there so i think that that that's what we're going to wait and kind of be on, uh, on the lookout next
0: week. Uh, busy week in terms of uh, eco data, uh, central bank activity as well. But, Bill, in terms of that comment about the retail sales, we'll have you back to take a look at it uh, when we get uh, uh, that number released. Bill Baruch, appreciate you joining us here to talk commodities and uh, a busy week in markets for that matter. Bill Baruch is the president of Blue Line Futures.